Boom. Hello, guys, and welcome to Behind the Bunker, episode 419, podcast number 283. Thank you for joining us. My name is Todd Ansich. This is our weekly podcast uh, slash paintball show. But here's the problem. Tomorrow is Canada Day, and uh, we normally go live on Monday night. So instead of doing a Monday night show on Canada Day, we thought we would do it uh, sober on the Sunday night. Pre-Canada Day celebration. <laughs> Pre-Canada Day. So for those of you that are... Uh, Noticing your mobile notifications and saying, hey, Behind the Bunker podcast, Monday morning, what is this? <laughs> enjoy the treat, my friend. <laughs> enjoy the treat. If that's what you want to call you it. You can listen yeah. to it while you're enjoying your so- your Monday morning coffee. How many of our viewers do you think we just freaked out by going, oh, I didn't go to work today? Well, well the answer is nine because we only have nine viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, it's kind of an easy, 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 easy solve. Um, so not only is it me on the show tonight, but I have my friend Josh Subizabrikis back from uh, his uh, three weeks off of therapy. Yep. And with a freshly minted sunburn from all day yesterday in the pool. So oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I I'm could as tell comfortable that you were in the pool, by the way. Right now. We should get a pool sponsorship that we can each get a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He was in the pool. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flag Artist Paintball. Hi, greetings. and uh, <laughs> greetings. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in tonight. Welcome to beautiful Behind the Bunker. And uh, Garvin J. Sharma. I am here a little tired, so hopefully I can get fired up from the energy in the chat forum, folks. Make sure you hit like and share so people know that we are on on a Sunday, not Monday for Canada Day. It was coming up next or uh, tomorrow. So uh, like and share and let everybody know what's going on Sunday evening. Sunday fun day. Um, yeah, make sure you hit that like and share button, and hopefully uh, we can uh, get some traction tonight because normally we're live on Monday nights. We also have uh, Matt the Creep pushing buttons tonight. You know Matt it. Matt the Creep. Creep, creep. <laughs> so, I, I, first of all, I have to say some great things on the show tonight. First of all, we're going to debut. 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 Debut a brand new gun. Uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, hasn't even hit the market yet. This so this one is hot. Um, so we're going to show you some uh, some stuff on that. That's going to come up very shortly. We have uh, a video from John uh, Amoda uh, oh. from the new documentary what is that's he, happening. Captain Paintball guy? Captain documentary. Captain, Captain documentary. documentary. I knew it was something. And we have some of your mail time questions. We have... Um, um, oh, we want to talk about something that's new. If you guys look right there, Boom. that's not my footprint. That footprint is uh, part of the family called Ultima. And uh, what else is under this umbrella? It's, un- it's the original footwear family, and under their family is Altama Footwear, the uh, largest supplier to the Department of Defense in the U.S. Original SWAT, everyone's familiar with their boots, Smith & Weston, and First Tactical, all under their umbrella. So we'll talk more about them. They're our new uh, our sponsor, and they're a fantastic footwear and tactical gear supplier. So you're technically telling us Smith & Wesson is... They're, they're the footwear. They're, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Footwear. And thank you to Bucky Pullman, who's starting his own watch party, because why wouldn't you? It's Sunday night. Exactly. Sunday night, fun tonight. Uh, so nice, nice to see all you guys. And um, Mike Holstrom in the live chat says, Oh, Canada, Todd's home and native land. It certainly is. We should have started with the O Canada theme song. We, we should have just should've. we should have just stood and let everyone look at picture or video of our crotch while we're uh, while the song played. All right. There's enough of mine on the internet already. So. Isn't that the after show? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. After dark show. See, we do our regular show. Then we do our podcast called uh, The After Show. And then there's The After Dark Show, which we do after that. That's when Josh really gets crazy. So, I just realized Facebook has a Marcus Red button. Really? Yeah. Nice. 
What a good day. Uh, I can clear some of these 700 notifications. Uh, Where was I? Oh, so here. I'm going to go through. Cutting you off. You were, but it's okay. You gave me time to get loaded up. I got an email from our friends at uh, The Ginger. The Ginger uh, Dynamics. And uh, they said, uh, hey, here's a couple quick renderings that they've whipped up of their most two most cam- popular camo. Oh, my goodness. So what do you guys think? Would you guys at home be interested in purchasing something from Ginger Dynamics, either a hopper cover, a tank cover, pneumatics cover with the Behind the Bunker logo on it? Which one do you guys prefer? Do you guys like the Fleck Tarn? Methinks, first off, they're on the wrong hopper. Uh, Secondly. Yeah. Yeah. How, who's going to say no against Tiger Strike? See, I don't know. What about Multicam? is one of their most popular Multicam. sellers. Multicam would be fantastic. It might just be us that like Scorpion. Tiger Stripe. What do you guys think? We're watching you guys I at like, home. I like Tiger. I like Tiger Stripe, but you know what? I, I, I'm put. I'm putting a calls into them and telling them to sort <laughs> themselves out and get small train Tiger Stripes up in there. Welcome to uh, Francis Roberge watching from Sudbury and uh, salutations from the Maritime says Ponage PB. Uh, by the way, why are you speaking with a French accent? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, you it's guys sound for a job at the federal government. You guys sound crisp, but I don't know if it's because we have a new headphone amp. It's pretty good. Did you guys notice the volume better? I've just uh, muted you, so yeah, I turned everybody down. <laughs> so it sounds fantastic right now. <laughs> so we're just talking over each I'm other. I'm pretending it's just me here today. Uh, so what do you guys think? Do you guys like the tiger stripe, or should we go with the flectorn, or should we offer a couple of different camel yeah, patterns? So I, I'll, I'll of the grow. two, I like the tiger stripe. But if there's any way they could do a multicam or scorpion or some sort yeah, of variation God. of that, I would be. Yeah, this isn't the Gavin show. Come this on, is, I'm, this, I'm just this saying is... this is what this is the fantasy. <laughs> I'm gonna wave my magic wand. Can we do um, one of those? Not get arrested. Things. Do a in the chat. Flesh. Can we do fantasy, that? By the way, uh, if I remember how. Um, how instead you, of flesh tarn, why not flesh tarn? Uh, uh, I saw you want a cover for your flesh, flesh tarn for fantasy. There you go. How about just a plain coyote brown? How about now? Uh, uh, <laughs> how about see? Okay, you guys like cozies. the coyote brown uh, that that uh, is on the front page of the ruthless PB website, right? I do. But real bag of chips ordered himself a green one. Look at that! Oh, green one. A green behind the bunker uh, hoodie. What do you think? That's nice. You brought your green one. I Gavin? did bring my uh, my my green one. That's my. Sunday going meeting. Sunday going to meet one. I would like one of those ginger dynamics to make me a pencil case. Matt, you're very slow on the button. Oh. We're recording. I want you to show my computer. Oh. Well, I was too busy making a poll. Oh, okay. Nice. Very good. Give the man some time to do some good work. Matt's working on his poll right now. So. You believe it. So, what's your question? Is it the question that we're... About Tiger uh, Stripe Reflector. Okay, very good. So there we go. Congratulations to Real Bag of Chips on his uh, his uh, purchase, purchase there. What you guys really need to do is uh, mark on your calendar October 5th and 6th, guys. The Why Battle Royale. That? That's Battle the Royale. Revenge. That's Scotchtoberfest. <laughs> Battle Royale, baby. You used yes. me, Skinner. Uh, so you guys can sign up for Alabaster Slim, Greg Red Hastings, The Wolf, or The Hidden Hedgehog. What do you guys think? Uh, tip and time awesome. trials will be there, and I don't know if you guys happen to notice in the top left corner of your screen. Right. Top, top it, right. I guess it's your right. Uh, we are proudly uh, promoting the Hitman time trials. Yes, pa- baby. Air-powered time trials. Yeah, I guess Hitman air-powered time trials. Yeah, we'll have to get it right if we're going to promote it. 
Chase Traffic Morris says, bring back the purple t-shirts. And I don't know where he is on here. Oh, behind the bunker. Chase said he's not allowed back in Canada. Yeah, we uh, we'll get him over here. Um, who knows about uh, Gavin? You, what do you know about the uh, Silencio barrel? Here? Silencio, the FL Barrel. Yep. So just quickly, uh, the pro team infamous asked for an aluminum FL barrel tip that uh, met the requirements of their skeleton squad. Uh, and it's pretty clear what their wish list was. It had to be the best in class from the following categories: accuracy. Quite a sound signature. It must work in all weather conditions. And so here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the Silencio FL barrel tip. Uh, so quiet. Let's hit that point first. It uses elongated slots instead of round holes. So the barrel now can have up to 114 individual porting holes. Uh, so releasing of air, uh, not like Thanksgiving. And Silencio porting has 20 ports completely. So the air is given a larger path to escape, leading to smoother, exciting airflow. <laughs> exciting airflow. Exciting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be exiting airflow, but, it, exiting. but it's still exciting nonetheless. Uh, and a less sound from the turbulent air. So let's talk about consistency. Consistent every time the paintball passes a port, there's an abrupt change in the pressure, releases ahead of it, and it changes uh, the ball slightly. So um, Silencio drastically reduces the porting holes and pressure changes since the slots are elongated. Let's talk about something I'm not familiar with. It is the liquid intrusion resistance. Say that with me one more time, Hmm. folks. Liquid intrusion <laughs> resistance. Oh, it's I'm very familiar I'll with give you some L-I- intrusion. L-I-R. That's L-I-R. the acronym R-S. for liquid liquid intrusion resistance. So, L-I-R. Um Yes. <laughs> All right. So how about I just sum this up really quickly for you. The Silencio FL barrel tip. Uh, in layman's terms, it is super quiet because the linear porting is so small. Capillary effect and surface tension keeps water and paint out. So it's going to work in all yeah. sorts of weather conditions, keeping you on the target at all times. I'm super excited. Super quiet. Yeah. Now look at this. They, If you look at the... the, the, um, the uh, this is uh, this is the X Factor versus Russian Legion match, but if you look closely at the uh, uh, X Factor player, he's also using the Silencio barrel and doing the YMCA or something. He is, but uh, I'm very curious. I'd like to get one in my hands and try one. But uh, why do you think they called it um, Silencio? Because uh, it uh, was uh, designs from some Italian guy. Travis okay. Lamonsky was watching <laughs> The Godfather. Do you, do you think there's a Loudner on that? I hope so. Okay. Only, the Loudner is only available on the Evil Pipe Kit. <laughs> the Laudencio? So the I guess, you know, I, I'm, gonna stay, <laughs> I'm going to stay tuned. Uh, a quiet sound signature, ridiculous accuracy, uh, and works in all weather conditions. I am intrigued, Todd. Very good. I am intrigued. Hey, Wesley Shockley in the live chat says Tiger Stripe. I agree. Two people like, Wolf, Wolf's not a big fan of Tiger Stripe, as we know, but that's okay. We can still be friends. But um, Wes Shockley likes Tiger Stripe, and indevitably Joe Kimson does, and so does Eric Engler. But I'd like I like Tiger but Stripe. Finding not- Eric Engler using some sort of gun with a hopper on it would be pretty a stretch. So we we Eric Engler might just get one for his collection. Very good. You think he'll ever use that autococker we sent him? I don't think Auto-cocker. so. <laughs> autococker. Uh, hey guys, how about you head on over to Fort Knox Paintball for the July 13th and 14th Fallout game? Uh, that is awesome, and they also have two other offerings before the end of the season. All four are um, 
brought to you by Behind the Bunker. Or you can head on over to Super Game East. Super Game. That's happening in August 16th to 18th. Uh, head on over and see all of our good friends. And uh, I guess at this point, it doesn't matter who you sign up for because they're all friends of ours. Sign up for whoever's wearing Tiger Stripe. The Fall of the Samurai, guys. Head on over to GRC Samurai. Paintball. Behind the Bunker is proud to present The Fall of the Samurai. MagFed Mech Pump versus Electro. Neat. Uh, new hot off the press, Taco Bell General has been announced. It's William. Make sure you guys sign up at dbsbiggame.com for Will there be Taco tacos Wars. Then? Will there be tacos? There tacos. better be. Damn. That seems like a game I could really get into. I can get behind that one <laughs> for sure. Into some tacos. Uh, we talked about um, the Hitman air-powered time trials, and here is the first fields to get uh, get behind to baby. get behind, behind them. It. So we'll be seeing them at uh, Battle Royale. And who's in the chat forum that said no more Canadian crap about the big game? You, my friend, live in New York State. You should come over with your. Uh, hard-earned American dollars and buy live and like, sell us. You could live, live like kings. <laughs> That's right. With the exchange rate, you could really clean up at our game. That's right. Uh, Enola Gay, guys. If you head on over to EnolaGay.com and put MadFrog EG10, get 10% off. Um, I'm only going to say that's probably for uh, U.S. residents because Canadian or U.K., I don't think they're going to ship there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this was sent to us by Rob Rines. Did you guys uh, ever see Crate Club? Yes. Yeah. So Crate Club for this week has the special ops in a box, professional grade readiness. And uh, this month comes with an EG18X amongst what looks like almost like a pod pouch. Mag pouch. But... Mag pouch, yeah, yeah. Well, pod pouch for paintball, but you're stealing my thunder. A little lantern. A little lantern. A little lantern of Bethlehem. <laughs> uh, last week, guys, we talked to you about... Uh, Josh, I didn't show you this. Oh. This is the... Uh, what is it? The the M170R. You might want to crack that open and have a look at it. Um, here's a couple comments on um, the YouTubes from you guys watching it. Uh, wow, too, says, I wish you could uh, walk the trigger on mechanical markers. With that, I kind of say... Why? why? I guess. I'll say it as well. Why? Um, keep it real. Says uh, now I now I just wish that they make an entry level pump. Can you imagine if Planet Eclipse makes a pump? Well, that they would need to. These mechanical markers are pretty awesome. Um, and thanks for the sneak peek, guys. Looks like another awesome marker from Planet Eclipse. Says uh, Papa Jojo's paintball. Maybe they came up with a silencio barrel. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Papa Jojo! Go! Very good. Um, last but not least, before we move on to some other things here, Paintball Extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen. Is there anything new? Uh, <laughs> Paintball Extravaganza, hot off the press. Shopify will now Shopify? be participating in the 2020 uh, Paintball Extravaganza International. So if you guys uh, are contemplating or work with Shopify, make sure you guys come over and check it out. Um, what do you think of that, Josh? This is pretty cool. It is damn cool, Joshua. I'm telling you, it is super accurate. And this super one smooth. was officially passed by Steve. No, that one passed Steve. He got the promotion first. Oh, yeah. sorry, I missed. You'll the, ha uh, I'll have him out at the field the next time you're out there. You can you can have a you can that, have a shoot of it. That idiot Tibor. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why no Tibor? 
Um, hey guys, this came in from uh, Joe Perez. He oh. says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, actually, no, I'm not going to read his email. Well, basically, Joe Perez, <laughs> we're going to have. Well, it's more, it's personal, and we probably, he probably just say got that. all excited watching the show. He, uh, he's going to. We're going to have Joe Perez on the show live. We're going to have Wonderful. him on July 15th. So that's coming up July in a couple 15th. of weeks. That's the day before my birthday." Look at that. Look at that. It's a present for me. It's fantastic. Byron is in here. Byron Petroni. Hello, Byron. Hey. What? Hey, Byron Petroni. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of killing for Jesus. Hey, Byron. How yeah. are you? I still have that headband, oh, my friend. Kayla Hillman is watching while they're on the route back to Ontario from Nova Scotia. Hi, Kayla. Very nice. Wow. Um, so what do we have left on the show? We have the M100 that we want to show Josh. Yes. That's the other Planet Eclipse gun. Oh, by the way, we're going to release the new <laughs> MG100. Oh, oh, MG no kidding. Spoiler alert. All right. Oh. <laughs> A little Spoiler late on the alert. sound effect. So here it is, guys. Uh, we have the new Planet Eclipse MagFed gun. It's called the MG100 or so we're calling it. And uh, Joe, do we know what a rough cost is? Uh, Canadian dollars, it's six fifty nine. We're so U.S. probably four something. Four, probably four ninety nine, four seventy nine in that area. Byron Petrone asks, "How art thou? Thou art fine." Um, Simon Stevens says, "Awesome gun." And I know Simon is working with Planet Eclipse to do some aftermarket things for both the M170 and maybe maybe the MG100, Simon? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well, why don't we show this? we got a great video. Not a great video. We have a video lined Correct. up <laughs> that we took at the field. And uh, have a look and let us know what you guys think. Hey, guys. Todd and Gavin here from Behind the Bunker. Last week we were here and we showed you a new offering from Planet Eclipse. It was the m 170R. This week we got another package all the way from Planet Eclipse and uh, I brought Gavin here to help me open it up. Do you have a knife Gavin or do you need? Knifey spoony. After last week you guys complaining about the size of the knife that I used, I figured I would. So this just arrived this week. These are going to be available, I don't know, soon. I'll find out the answer for you when you guys watch our live show on Monday night. Who needs cardboard? Yeah, really, eh? Oh, yeah. What happened to the box? <laughs> Customs. <laughs> Customs, my. So this, guys, is the new Emac MG, or as I call it, the MG100. Just to hop out. Hey, that's pretty nice. So you get the gun in one box. And here you've got your manual, all the, ooh, you get two barrel socks, isn't that exciting? And uh, your magazine. This may look familiar to you because that is the uh, same magazine as the Die Dam. Okay. And then it uh, looks like we also have the, you say that's the dummy mag? It is, yeah. Very cool. All right, well, let's put some paint and some air in this and uh, we'll do some shooting. All right, guys, so before we air this thing up, just want to show you, so this is the gun here. In the box you have, we mentioned two barrel socks, one to cover over the rails, or if you take the rails off, they give you another barrel sock just to go over the barrel. Uh, so this here too, you can take this shroud off uh, and shorten it up. So if you want to play CQB, as Gavin mentioned, you could do that. Um, down here, this has the dummy mag in it. So if you want, you can take this 
and uh, inside the box you have your feed stack and put that on there and run hopper fed or you can leave it as it was meant to be here pull this out and uh, you can see we have the magazine already charged up and we're going to go ahead and air that up and uh, yeah so let's uh, put the tank on There's no paint in it. Okay, so put safe on. Goggles on. Maybe we should drop it. Absolutely. I figured I cut the box. Might as well cut the gun too. All right, Gavin, I'm going to give you that. Why don't you take it for a spin? Sounds good. Goggles on. How does that magwell feel, the fit and finish? Uh, it slides in nicely. Ding! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm liking it. I'd like to run a few more mags for it to give my honest opinion of it, but uh, it's very smooth, very clean lines, uh, quite accurate in terms of what I was firing at. So, um, so far so good. Uh, like I said, I'll let you guys know after a couple more mags in it, but uh, I'm liking how smooth it is. As Todd mentioned, I really like the idea for smaller guys like me to be able to shorten it for CQB so you can move the top shroud off, um, picatinny lace, you can add all your scopes and all your wonderful stuff too, but wonderful for CQB. Very freaking light, uh, which is helpful for running all day as well. So, um, so far so good. I'm impressed with it. But as I said, Todd, I'm going to run a couple more mags through it and let you know um, about my, my honest opinions about it. Also in the box, I just discovered we have this here. This will go on the whoops on the back of your gun and give you the uh, give you a, an opportunity to put a stock on there, which I really like is the drop down stock. So it goes down here, lowers your stock down, so that when you're wearing your goggles, you can actually look down and set it up. More more when we set it up, we'll we'll, we'll explain that. Okay, magazine loaded. I'm going to give this a shot. Wow, the grouping is tight. That's for sure. It's pretty good. We're gonna go put this, run it through a couple games in the field and we'll let you know. What'd you think of the mag change? Mag change is pretty quick. It's ambidextrous, I'm left-handed. I, I can shoot right-handed and I can shoot left-handed. So the, having the mag release in the center, center of the body is pretty fantastic. Um, the front, shroud will will come off so you could put a slightly shorter cocker threaded barrel on with a different tip so you could have a little more of a mill sim look um you put a vertical grip on here if you're interested or an angled foregrip this is a, a slick shooter it's fast it's all mechanical most people have a million cocker threaded barrels around so you could put a, a, a wide array of barrels on if you wanted to have a mock suppressor you could even put an apex on with any with any cocker threaded barrel i think this is a winner you're watching behind the bunker pew pew
right. So just to answer a couple of your questions, I've been reading your uh, your comments in the live chat. Uh, Wolf says, does it come with a stock? That uh, adapter that it has will fit almost any stock. Any 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 carbine stock. So you could probably put an... Um most Magpul stocks on would, would probably fit as well. Any Tipman stocks, A5 stocks. Also, you we you ask if it comes in Electro Wolf. We we all thought it was an electronic marker when we were shooting it, but it was Correct. it was true it was true mechanical. It's fast, it's smooth, it's slick, it's nice. Yeah, That's yeah. the one we played with at uh Yeah. Yeah. Super game. Yeah, the trigger is really light. Yeah. I really like an electric I really think uh, cool. they plan to eclipse um products they have out now are just going to be a game changer for some of the mechanical tournaments oh, yeah. as well. Mm. Absolutely. Having run through um, a couple of hoppers and now the, the the mag with this, it's it is so ridiculously smooth and fast and more importantly it is deadly accurate. So yeah. I, you know, two thumbs up. I'm, I'm fully endorsing this product. When so. we were shooting it, I was surprised at how easily it's, it finds target and stays on target. As weird as that sounds. Like yeah. it doesn't it's not front heavy it's actually quite well balanced in your hands it's easy to handle and it's easy to maneuver yeah. how come you didn't make the video because <laughs> <laughs> so I made the first one when you yeah. shot at Super Game Simon Steven says adapter for Tipman, Tipman stock um, I, I believe he's right on that uh, Zane Smith's asking about an air through option I don't know uh, John Maskins has a comment he says a mech died damn for the average player I would put this up against the die dam any day. Agreed. 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 It, it is um, it is so much cheaper, and it was probably one of the more accurate guns I've fired in the last little while. We've been testing a lot of guns. I'm really, really excited. And it's 600 and change Canadian, so it's like 400 bucks US. And I'm so pleased that Planet Eclipse is sending each and every one of us a full marker setup. <laughs> I, so thank you. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to do very well against Wolf at, at Battle Royale, because we're all going to be shooting them. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Meunier says Joe's winning the mic award. Well, he has to win the mic yeah, award. It's wife, attached to his face. That's fantastic. <laughs> Joe has removed all possibility of losing yep, said microphone award. That's right. And we, need, we need to call it Russell Bernard, too. He commented on that video, and he said, I bet you that tank is out of hydro. Yeah. That tank, my friend, is actually in hydro it is not none of our other ones are but that one <laughs> yeah. um john maskins brings up a good point this is also pal compatible so if you like the pal loader and you do want to play with it on a non-mag fed event and you can put your pal loader on there that would be awesome or your friend loader. um uh, evan burke says uh oops just mouse off um air through stocks is available for the mg100 I don't know if he's yeah. asking if they no, are they, or they no, they, we saw, are. They? We saw it at Paintball Extravaganza. Extravaganza. A 13 cubic inch tank. And Gavin, you will see it at Paintball Extravaganza. Extravaganza. A, Memphis, a, yeah. 13, a 13 <laughs> cubic inch tank integrated into into the stock. Yeah. So you can also run a remote line. There's a myriad okay, slide, of options. Slide aside. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to for Extravaganza, can I wear a full Elvis suit the whole week I'm yeah, there? Yeah, we can. It's not only are you able, but it's encouraged. Right. <laughs> Were you thinking we we'd make it. you wear something else? <laughs> Uh, also, you're required to wear some flair. Um, Bill Foot in the live chat said, Pal loaders are awesome. And Ponage PB, going back a little bit, one of the comments he had made uh, during the video was, On-off ASA is nice. It is slick. Um, Wolf asked if we tested first strikes. We did not. We literally just kind of took it out of the box and just started ramming paint through it. Um, I don't think we brought any out to the field yesterday, so... To be it, honest with you, we did, it didn't dawn on us, but I do know that it's first strike ready. And it secondly, what Aquarius. possibly gave you the idea that we have first strike money? 
Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, I'll wait for an answer. Simon, yeah. do you know is this MG100 available in a coyote brown or a tan? I, I'm not a really a black fan. No, but, but Krylon's like pretty I cheap. Like, Racist. I, whatever. You know what I mean, <laughs> Gavin. I, I don't mind you. Um, but is it available in Coyote Brown? Have you seen any samples? Thank you, Simon. Let me know. Oh, Seb says if you're wearing an Elvis suit, he's going as well. And True I will. Story. And you know, Seb's <laughs> wearing his Elvis suit right now. Elvis and his pajamas, eating a deep fried. So, poutine. Vicky Brown in the live chat basically says, "Oh, awesome!" And Anthony Tucci, bang bang. Uh, do we have the gun? Did we show Josh yet? Uh, we did oh, not. we didn't. We held it ourselves. <laughs> and then we put it back in the box so Josh didn't see. Joe, yes, uh, Joe was actually nice enough to show me the, uh, and pull the cardboard cover that came on it and then put it back in the box. <laughs> um, so one yeah, of the things, and I, and I mentioned in the video, I like the idea that you can um, make the shroud shorter, right? So you don't have to worry about customizing or cutting it. Uh, so for guys like me who like uh, goggle, goggle action, some CQB, uh, I like to have a... Sh uh, a shorter profile, so uh, I'm really impressed with the marker. I, it is absolutely two thumbs up. Uh, Simone Stevens in the live chat said, "Maybe later after they get caught up after the initial demand on the black, probably." Sim uh, and Simon. H, uh, sorry, Bill Foot said, "HDE, please." Yeah. Mike Holson Joe likes yep. markers in his coffee tan. Ha -ha. What a nice feel <laughs> in your hand, too. It eh? is nice. That grip is you spot know on. I wonder if I want to take it uh, like it a is. box rotor or something. Yeah. But I, I'm going to nail home that one point. Joe, Gavin, and um, who was it? Uh, someone else had shot it. Jake. Jacob. Jake, Jacob, um, after shooting it, I said it's a mechanical, and they didn't believe me. It took... It, I like, honestly, and uh, I, I'm complete, it was completely ignorant, but the feel of it, Todd, it was uh, it was absolutely incredible. I thought it was an electro. I was like, ah, I'm not sure how it's going to go over well with the magnetic community because it's an yeah. electronic marker. You're but being that, an ignoramus. I, I was an ignoramus, and you know what? I'm a, I'm absolute convert for it. It, I is, like it. it is a fantastic marker, but it's the accuracy alone that sold me on yeah. it. I can put one of my barrels from the guy on the show on here, and the thing would shoot shoot extra lasers. I don't even think you need to change that barrel up. No. You want to keep the aftermarket guys in business, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you can put a vertical grip on it and a, and a, a sight yeah, that you'll never use to make it look cool <laughs> and yeah. I, 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 any any myriad of cocker barrels and some different tips on the thing. And it would it would have a real mill sim look. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm starting to really embrace it. Yeah. Although there's no mock forward assist on the on the right hand side or anything like that, or this this is could be a shooter for me. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, um, and they're sending it to us, right? Each and every one of yeah, us get one. I like the us. fact that it comes with um, that it uses a decent mag too. They may or may not be sending everybody at <laughs> one. <laughs> Just clarifying. You're clearing that. the deal, Todd. <laughs> Let me guess. Oh. Don't hold my breath. Yeah. Don't hold Again. your breath. Yeah. Um, I did hear a story, and I don't know how, how true it was, uh, but one of the guys at Planet Eclipse uh, was telling me that they actually play our podcast in their shop where they do gun assemblies and stuff like that uh, every week so that uh, I'm not sure if they're checking up on us, fact-checking or to make sure whatever, but they do listen to us. So, um, Well, there you go, hopefully, folks. Hopefully, hopefully their next contract will do better and they will be able to ixnay the podcast and they instead put on different music. I would suspect, morale. yes, I would suspect <laughs> that that reduces productivity and morale. Is, uh, yeah. is I going to say, it's, it's hard to create all these yeah. great guns when you're sleeping. We will turn this <laughs> podcast off. As soon as you pump out a hundred more guns, <laughs> That's right. it's not that bad. You know what? I, it's I, not that I, good. I <laughs> I'll have to get one of these and try it on a Tuesday night instead of. I'll, I'll put yeah. my normal mag fed down and we'll try it. Yeah, but yeah. Todd won't want us to use that. 
So we need one to shoot. We'll have to get a couple. Um, a six. Four, we get... four anyway. Six. You got one. Before we get into mail There's time. Five of us. Five. <laughs> That's right. We always forget about map. Yeah. I, showed, I showed Parker the video and he goes, oh, I'm going to get one. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Will you get me one? No, you can get your own. Nice. Uh, before we get into mail time, we should really talk about... Um, um, Alta, 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 Altima. Altima. Altima footwear. Altima. But un, it's, it it's the original. It's original. It's original footwear company, and under the umbrella is Altama, which is the since 1969 they've been supplying the Department of Defense with jungle boots, um, in Vietnam and boots in Desert Storm, and now they make a temperate weather boot, but they also make a boot that's very popular among the paintballers and airsofters. It's called the Foxhound. Um, which is really great. I'm going to show it to you right now if I could get one quickly. Um, it's available in Canada in a Coyote Brown. Don't push, Gavin. Oh, no, that's the that's Maritime. The and by the way, guys, I know tonight is Sunday night, and I appreciate you guys uh, clocking in and checking us out. Make sure you hit that like and share button. Um, and uh, this will all be up on our podcast, and after show will be up uh, probably tonight, yeah. This boot is, this boot is the Altama Foxhound. Um, it's got approved by the Canadian military and the uh, the U.S. military, I believe, can wear it. They do make an issue boot that's not available to the civilian population. It's a temperate weather boot. Um, it's Gore-Tex. It's quite a fine boot, but this is available. A uh, Canadian map on this is one sixty nine ninety nine. That would match my suede it jacket. It would. And they've now, you they've, said this was certified by the Canadian military. Canadian military. How do you just, think that went? Did they just send them one? Like some guy in Newfoundland was like, Oh, okay, this eh? is a good boot, eh? This is a good boot. I, I like this one. And they also make this boot, which is it's called the Maritime Assault Shoe. It's available in, in this low cut. Is that they what you wear, Gavin? Oh, that's, that's for that's, ponage, yeah. PB. They all, yeah, they also the make a, a mid, but it's got flat laces. This is designed so it can be worn integrated with the swim fin worn by you know Navy SEALs or Marine Recon. So this drainage holes. This, this or Gavin drainage at church holes. On Sunday. It's got a nice non-slip. So if you look in the it, maybe it's in there, Gavin. You'll have to look in the box. Um, but speaking of the Marine stuff, they actually have a manual of foot signals. Yes. Yeah, foot, yeah. Seal, Navy, Navy SEAL foot signals. So the, these ones, nice. then, then also original original oh. SWAT, which everyone is familiar with. Wolf wears original SWAT footwear, but they also make a line of tactical uh, gear. It's called First Tactical. They make a right. They make a rifle sleeve. They make a, quite a wonderful. Where did it go? You're Gavin? with your sleeve. Ponce. They make a what? So. Just a, a, a quick quick aside, as Gavin would say, just we had a, a new viewer last week who's deciding to show back up. We see uh, little Judith Schwartzy in the, in the in the live chat. Hello, Judith. They make they make a great they make knapsacks and a half day, uh, a one day, and a, also a three day assault pack, as well as all kinds of belts and gear. So that's first. Tactical. Tell them about the pistol bag they can put in that knapsack. Uh, the, also, <laughs> the, your pistol bag they make. It's got some Velcro on it. In Take it to the range, and this will hold your. Your your TGR fifty revolver and the pants they can they wear make, while they're there. Make the um, first tactical tactical pants. These are stretchy so, pants, Todd. I'm opening them because that's okay. Your, Bill Foot says so. Uh, Joe's uh, Joe's uh, Newfie accent is killing him. That's Josh's. These are stretchy <laughs> pants. I spent some time with a couple Newfies at work, so. And Mike Holstrom wants to know, how are they for kicking hoppers off? <laughs> well, uh, without a lie, this is 100% accurate and true. 
Uh, these oh, they're not my size. Those come I in have different a, patterns. I, I have a pair of these different pattern. It is the multicam black that I wear exclusively as my everyday shoe. Uh, they it is comfort country. It is <laughs> comfort fantastic. Country. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> love it. So at, fr- at first uh, they're. They look a little bit like Chuck Taylors. I mean, they're like a Vans Chuck Taylors, but they're you know tactical. They're non-slip sole. They can get them in multi-cam, olive green, wolf gray, black multi-cam. Oh, Oh. these pants have and they're they're fantastic, and they work wonderfully for not only kicking off hoppers, but because of the low profile, you can actually hit mag releases as well. So this is the (laughs) ultimate shoe for pissing off your opponent. But Ponage PB wants to know: Are they self-tying laces? These are self-tying. Yeah. They were on Back to the Future. <laughs> and if you step on someone's foot that's wearing them, they're like the Nike pump. <laughs> they clean themselves. Or a pump, <laughs> uh, or a pump gypsum from um, Eddie Murphy Delirious. All right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we get to uh, our next segment because we are starting to run out of... Um, Anything entertaining? Uh, <laughs> yeah. are not so bad. Not so bad. I know it is a long weekend here in Kanukistan, ladies and gentlemen, but the mail is still flowing through here at Behind the Bunker. So I'm going to rip open my sack and read some of the correspondence that you have sent in. Uh, so first one comes to us from Z Botter, and he wants to know, if you had to play with one type of marker for the rest of your life, would it be stock class, pump, magfed, mechanical, or electronic? MG100. Which marker would you use? That's a great question. So I answer w- the question. <laughs> Joe I, wanted you I to would those. I would do I would do pump because then I can cross I could go between He can cross genre. <laughs> I can <laughs> cross genre. I could. I could play almost everything. I couldn't play Magfed, I get that. I couldn't play maybe speedball, but I could play most things with pump. Okay, I, I so would do that. I, I will revise the question a little bit then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are markers now that are cross platform or genres right yep. uh, with the TMC and the new planet clips gun you can use hopper fed or mag fed which style or genre of play would you commit to for the rest of your life then would it be stock class pump mag fed mechanical oh that's a good question I think pump, pump I've okay. always liked pump yeah Joshua I have to say pump pump is the most satisfying style of play I've ever played Joseph mag fed and Matthew, mechanical, Me- mechanical. So I'm as with as long uh, as it's AGD, right, man? I'm with uh, Joseph yeah. as well. So um, I was a big, huge pump fan, and that was my go-to. But I'm finding such joy and delight in playing Magfed these days that uh, I think Magfed is uh, at least for the next couple of years. Uh, that's that's my go-to. Simon there Stevens needs to be a Magfed ha- pump. Yeah. Magfed pump. What? Yes. That'll come. There well, was the a, spider. There was a hammer seven. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, Simon Stevens in the yeah, live chat too. says uh, he would mine. play with an autococker. Autococker. Uh, John Maskin says Phantom, and Dare. Uh, sorry, Dwayne King says Magfed for life. Um, Mike Holstrom autococker. It can be pump, mech, and electro. Good call. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I Ma- picked the one I could play with when I'm 80 years old. Says <laughs> Ponage <laughs> BB. <laughs> nice. Thinking ahead of time. I like that. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, who? Gavin? What about you? What did you say? Yeah. No, I said uh, I said Magfed. So yeah. this is the same. Uh, so I started playing Pump uh, in the 90s when I first came out to uh, the field, and that was what I was hooked on. Right, and semi-automatic was great, and electro, but. The same joy that I had playing the first time ever playing paintball with pump 
I have with Magpen yeah. each and every time I play. So. Where do you have the joy? Uh, in my heart. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I've only, I don't know. I like pump because it limits my amount of paint that I shoot, but I do like the fact that I can bring out 400 rounds with me, 500 rounds with me on my back for a big game. Magfed for me is still limiting. I don't. I'm not a guy who enjoys wearing um, um, clothing. Well, that and uh, harness. no, like a harness or a vest. vest yeah. I, I find them limiting to the, 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 the way I am. So carrying that many mags is very difficult. I, I'd rather just stick with pump. But I do appreciate the mag fed. But you don't have to wear a vest. They have belt systems that you can. Yeah, they uh, got so many and, yeah, things. Yeah. Come on, it's a cop yeah. out. <laughs> I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna wear paint. Nice, <laughs> Joe. Nice. <laughs> He's just mad because I wore painter pants last time I played and was taping mags to my pantaloons. No, it's because you wore your skateboard shoes and refused to tie them. Yes. Whatever. Just flat brim hats, whatever. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to wear Tell a, fishing, really I'm gonna have a fishing hat with uh, with mags around my head. Nice. All right. Like Next Australian question. with uh, corks instead of corks or just mags <laughs> dangling from your... Booney hat. All right. So next question comes to us from Mike Holmes. He wants to know: Is the M170R worth the additional cost over an Emac with the on-off ASA and barrel kit? So oh. what do you think, fellas? Is it worth the additional cost? Before you answer that, we had a segment lined up for tonight, and I see Chad Bob in the live chat. Um, we have a mag fetish segment lined up, ready to go. Joe's got all the sheets. I've got all the images. But tonight, because of we're, we're running out of time, I'm going to say we're going to pass and we're going to do a big feature next week on mag fed stuff. Should we do that, Joe? Sure. Because we only have 10 more minutes and I don't. I, I would oh, rather shoot. give okay. them their, their just desserts and actually show them properly and talk about them. So why don't we push mag fetish off till next week? You know what? You asked for it. You should at least do a few. I... That's up to you, Trisha. Yeah. What? Uh, and, and can you repeat the question one more time since I. What's better? No, is it, is it worth the additional cost, uh, essentially? So is the M170R worth the additional cost over the EMAC? Um, it depends on where you're going to play. I mean, if I, I, even as a standard, like, recreational paintball player, it looks cool. You know what? If you're not going to play speedball, that's the only thing that I think it would get in the way is if you're going to play speedball, that magwell is hard if you're going to switch hands back and forth. Uh, quick and run and gun, I, I think... I, 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 I don't know. The thing is, it's a whole other gun. I don't know. Right now, I'm so smitten with it, I think just get it. Get what? Just get the MG100. The MG100? But that's yeah. tough. Uh, with our BTP money, we have the luxury of picking up any marker you wish. But what? You uh, have money? <laughs> you get whoa, money. Whoa, 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 but as Simon Stevens says, the one that got paid this month? if you were on a budget, uh, then uh, then the EMAC. Yeah. But it's uh, you know, it's an exceptional marker, so I can't. It's, if, you, if you have the means, go for it. You know, listen, Simon Stevens in the live chat has a comment. I'll read it in just a second. But Simon's next time that you're going to be available to watch the show... Let's get you on the show. We'll have to get you fired up and get you in front of a mic. Although we did have you a couple of weeks, but we could weeks ago, but we could have you back on. It's pretty much dead air, but let's see if we can improve next time. <laughs> but it had accent on the dead True. air. True. <laughs> um, Simon Stevens says, if you're on a budget, then the EMAC, uh, if you want really the tug? best and have the money, spend on the M170R. <laughs> really tough. I did that purposefully. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did, sir. <laughs> no, you did not. That's why I read not. it verbatim. All right. You know what? I didn't realize uh, we were running out of time. So how about I do one more question? 
Yeah. Uh, send ship the sack and then save the rest of the correspondence. Sounds good. Week. This one is a visual question, Matt. This one comes from Zane Smith. He says, hey, guys, thanks for taking the the uh, the uh, my question regarding the difference with the accuracy be between the A5 and the X7. Uh, I followed up your, with your suggestions and cleaned both markers, barrels, and breeches. When I took them back out, I cronied them. There was a difference in speed. I made sure the paint was the same. The A5 was still more accurate, but not by much. I switched out the barrel and still the same. If I want more distance, would you recommend the flatline barrel? So there's two questions in there, really. He's still saying the X7 after doing all of that is still less accurate than the A5. Okay. I'm I'm I, I don't know what to say. Maybe there's something in the breach of the X7. I, I and again we talked about it last week too. I do think it has to do with comfort with the individual and the marker. Right? So if you're comfortable with the marker, you're gonna certainly be far more accurate with it. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. And then would you guys recommend a flatline barrel for an A five or X seven? Okay, so there's a couple things he was asking. One for accuracy and one for distance. For the flatline, one hundred percent you're gonna get more distance. Accuracy, you're going to be compromised with that, though. Yeah. And flatline barrels don't work in the cold weather for some reason, because the inside of the flatline barrel is textured. Certain paints, when they fly out on a cold, cold day, minus temperatures, the paint just shreds. I don't know what it is. Maybe the ball is heating up as it leaves the barrel. Simon, but no more. But there's certain paints that will not work in a flatline barrel in below freezing temperatures. So just keep that in mind. Depends where you are in the world. Yeah. I, uh, how you hold the marker makes a big difference on accuracy too. Yeah, the guys that hold it sideways, they really it's sort of a, <laughs> a, a, yeah kill shot. Not, not the best. Not the best. But if you're holding accuracy. it upright and nice and stable, you're far more accurate. But that could be the difference between his A5 and his X7. His X7 could have a flimsy stock on it. His A5, he could be using the tank. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's all in how you hold that. How you you know tuck those elbows in. Don't chicken wing it. Simon says Sunday is an easier day for him to be on the show than a Monday. We're not going to change our well, schedule. Well, then rearrange your schedule, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Do your churching on Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, did I tell you guys about Planned Eclipse? Do you know that they are the creators of the most incredible tournament paintball markers yeah, with earlier. soft goods and gear? They have the winningest paintball markers in paintball. And now with the MG100, the MagFed gun. And if you're not a MagFed player and you, and you want something else, what about the new... M170R or the 170R in general. These are three new offerings that they have right now. Uh, check them out at your local store. Anola Gay is the world's leading manufacturer of smoke grenades, thunder flash, airsoft, and paintball grenades for use in theater, film, photography, and of course, paintball. Ask for Anola Gay at your next event. Oof. Airups proudly made in the USA. Thick welded seam, stainless steel hardware, multiple color options and layouts available in addition to just Speedball bunkers, they make wonderful water toys and blobs and all that great stuff to enjoy not only the summer, but paintball as well. Airups.com. What did you out. call Brent? A water toy. A <laughs> blob. <laughs> That's not very nice. That's uh, Ruthless Paintball Products caters to both professional players and weekend warriors. They have set a new level of manufacturing standard for the sport in paintball playing apparel. You can head over to the website now and use the BTB15 promo code for 15% off all their products. And more than just swabs and pads, Exalt is a way of life. Available at discerning retailers, fields, shops, and shows. Shields. 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 
Yes. That's when you play paintball in German fields. Yes. Yeah, she is. Thank you. Shields. Uh, but just what, by the way, Exalt is tournament ready and battle proven. In the beginning, you fall <laughs> in, in the, the tree, beginning. stumble down a rocky cliff, wade chest deep through a mosquito infested bog. Then you realize you're surrounded. It's party time. You own a tip and now combine Empire JT tip and V Force, and you get the world's largest distributor of everything paintball, GI Sports. Push, the creators of some of the most well-thought-out products in the industry from goggles to gear haulers. You need to get their gear in your hands to see the quality and see the genius in their products. Ask for them at your local shop or stores. DLX. Jeez. I've never read this one before. This is why we don't give you a read. DLX. Technologies is a manufacturer of the Lux paintball marker, as well as offering up other great paintball products in their line as the SB Shocker, Gog Enemy, and Freak Barrels, a longtime manufacturer of paintball gear. They have a product you can trust and a product that is outstanding. For nearly 50 years, Altama has proudly carried militaries through every challenging environment that global conflict has thrown its way. There is no stopping them now. Check out altama.com and get yourself into a pair of foxhounds for airsoft or paintball. Very Boom. good. Guys, if it wasn't for these great sponsors, we wouldn't be here. You guys would be doing something better. Um, so thank you to them. Please, uh, these sponsors, we uh, we do appreciate them. And uh, please uh, give them your patronage. Despite our reads, they still sponsor. The <laughs> they still. Um, Wolf in the chat was saying that he lived by his flatline for a long time. The flatline is definitely a solid barrel. Um, but for accuracy, I mean... If you want to get a guy out and he's on the far end of that field, you're going to take more than a handful of shots with a flat line. You won't get him on the first shot, but you'll get him eventually. Yeah, it's so accuracy you, of volume. I, exactly. But uh, on the same token, a regular barrel, even if you get the most accurate barrel, you're not going to increase your distance and you're never going to hit that guy anyways. But uh, I always like when you play... A, you know, you play and you, you got a guy with a flat line or an apex barrel because you can say, hey, listen, let's bring one of those guys up to the front line. We've got guys in the very far base. Like, let's let's take them out or at least put some heat on them. And uh, those guys with the those. Heat those heat is on. Is on. <laughs> Do you know what's on the street? Or if you just plain old, don't feel like running. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, flat, flat line over, over, over regular barrel. I don't know. Um, did you put up your poll question, Matt? Do you have your results? You know what? That's a good... Maybe I should see what the result is. <laughs> Why don't you just see what the results are? Oh, I don't think I actually put it up. You didn't put it up? Okay, I guess we were distracting you. I'm an idiot. All right. Um, well, I heard that. Who's that? Ah, oh, stupid flag <laughs> phone is in my phones. I can't get Great. it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. We are almost at the end of our program. We are going to go back next. Uh, we'll be back next Monday night. Uh, tomorrow is Canada Day, so we're going to be celebrating Canada Day with our friends and families tomorrow. Um, that's why we're doing the show tonight. You're all invited. We are going to go off air in a few minutes for you that are watching us on Facebook, but we're going to continue to record, and that's what we call our after show. So if you guys uh, want to check out our show, we do we do take this and put it up as a whole podcast. You can find it on iTunes, uh, Podomatic, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcast from, and uh, and you can hear that. Um, so if you want to hear the whole show, Every, everyone else on their podcast is Stitcher. I have no idea what Stitcher is, but we should put that in there too. We are in Stitcher, are we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we it's actually say it it's by Singer. They make sewing machines. So basically, we send out our podcast oh, as an RSS feed, and any podcast facilitator out there will pick that feed up and uh, and and put put it up for us. So 
Yeah. yeah, and all of yeah, you that keep finding us and liking us and subscribing, we see you guys every week, and I appreciate it. So thank you very much. Uh, a couple things to recap from the show, things that we have learned. The new MG100 is uh, Fantastical. It, it is just over the $400 mark and uh, well sure, worth the money. And uh, if you even have a couple more dollar dues, the M170R, the new offering, the me mechanical offering from Planet Eclipse, is, uh, is pretty spectacular Silencio as well. barrel? that we saw earlier fit on those two? I believe any autococker threaded barrel will fit on those guns. Oh, there you go. So there you go. Um, oh, we have a quick video to, to do as a quick send-off as well. So our friend Captain Documentary, uh, John from Paintball.media, had a little teaser out for his new documentary that will hopefully come out, when did he say? Maybe November, November December? Yes. Hopefully. Uh, so check that out guys and before we do that we'll use that as our farewell video if you guys are listening to our podcast uh, go through that video and continue to listen we'll be right back after that but Gavin thank you for being on the program Wonderful tonight to sir be here folks thank you so much for tuning in on a Sunday make sure you hit like and share still even though the program is ending so people can catch this and rewind program and program and I just wanted to say a happy Canada Day to all uh, our, our Canadian friends uh, and my family, and I look forward to the celebrations tomorrow. Awesome. Chad Bob in the live chat says the MG100 has me pretty hyped. It's pretty awesome, Chad Bob. Bob Chad. Do you know what? We're not trying to sell you it. You guys can make up your own decision, but when you put one in your hand and shoot it, that was what sold us. It'll make you want to say pew pew. Yeah, yeah. Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Don't forget to get registered for the Battle Royale October 5th and 6th. Big game on Saturday. MAGFED only game on the Sunday. Come out and try an MG100. There might be some demos available. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Uh, Pwnage PB says, already have mine on pre-order. Nice. <laughs> we got ours already. Nice, Pwnage. <laughs> and Josh. <laughs> Zuby Zabrigas. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you all for uh, putting up with us tonight. And... Uh, for us taking some time to do this Sunday night uh, as we take a short period of time tomorrow to try to blow up a small portion of our country. <laughs> Correct. With an M83? Yeah, yeah. And Mike Holstrom uh, reminds us that happy 4th of July, America. Um, yes, oh, for yeah, all of you guys listening and rewind to our podcast, happy, uh, happy 4th as well. Happy. So if you guys are listening to us on our podcast, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. For those of you watching us on Facebook, thank you very much for tuning in. Hit that like and share on your way out. And guys, we'll see you next Monday night. John Amadea here, Paintball Media Magazine. I am standing in front of Henniker Town Hall. Today marks the 38th anniversary of the very first paintball game ever played. Just a mile and a half that way. And I am headed to the fields to go check it out. I will talk to you later. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. No, like he Correct. Was standing in front of any bush. <laughs> Gavin's like, upset scary. that John only he said he was a mile and a half down the road, like couldn't he have gone there? But that's what the documentary is for. You have to check I, out the I, documentary. I get that, but you're like, uh, you're like, hey, it was a good teaser. I'm like, teaser? Yes, I was, I was complete. I, well, I was going to say another word, but it was, it was a complete tease. John, Gavin basically field. just wants the whole the yeah. whole thing now. So. I do. I've, I've been anxiously waiting for this. Um, I'm so tense. excited about it, uh, Captain Documentary, really. So let's just get it out.
Now, let's go. <laughs> I love Captain Documentary. Captain, Captain I don't know if John likes that or not. He said he did, but I think he was actually crying when he typed that. <laughs> Why are they calling me Captain Documentary? You can see the sadness in his eyes through the yes, internet. This is nice. I'm really looking forward to that me documentary, too. even if it's only half as good as I can I, as I imagine. Basically, even all his throwaway parts already lived up to what I was Correct. hoping to hear. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm, see, I'm pretty excited. Here's what I'm hoping he does. I, I hope he comes out with it, and it's fantastic. And then he hope. I hope, and I've never hoped for this in my entire life, but I hope that he releases the four-hour unedited director's cut where he doesn't cut anything at all. Just puts it all in there. I want to see all four hours of whatever he got. Whomever he talked to, I don't care. I want to see all of it. The, the sad thing is there's going to be lots of good stuff that he's going to have yeah, to cut. Exactly. Yeah, yeah right? so that's, but that's sure. what I want to know. That's what I want to see. Like If he turned that into like a 10-part miniseries, I could do it. So that is one thing. Um, what we were talking about, Josh, that I miss about DVDs and Blu-rays, the extras in terms of like the commentary yes. that happens over uh, uh, over uh, the video and stuff like that, where actors and producers yeah. and uh, you can they can talk about their experience during it. So that's what's missing with online streaming and uh, and like Netflix and stuff like that. So yeah. you know what else is missing is album art and CD art and the enclosed lyric sheet and uh yeah. and and liner notes of, of both cds and albums now if you buy an album off itunes i know you do actually get most of that yeah but you want but it's not the same no i mean granted we had far less to entertain ourselves when lps were out so we would listen to the record whilst reading the liner notes and looking at the artwork on the front of the album but that's also how you learned about the bands that you liked yeah, yeah. you didn't just google it and then look on their website or that, that that's how you found out that information yeah but i was saying to someone the other day we were talking about cd and uh parker's uh we, we talked about it and i looked at parker and i said no more Jeff? i said that's right you probably don't even own a cd like you don't understand what a CD tape or record was because you literally just stream it. So you don't even own the own the music. Like we used to actually have music collections. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, you, you have to buy a whole album versus buying a song or. Okay. So here's the thing. I, I, I've been on um, Spotify trying to find um, um, music that I haven't heard in a while. So I'm going deep. I'm looking for like album cuts of, and whole albums that I haven't heard in a while. And um, up till maybe 15 years ago, I haven't bought a record or know someone's entire music catalog because right. I'll buy their one song or download their one song, but I don't know what the rest of their stuff is like. Like we were at a, a soiree the other day and we were talking about um, Van Halen came on and we were talking about uh, Love came wa Comes Walking In. I said, I can picture the album cover. I remember he's holding a big, uh, big globe cool. yeah. and his emblem said 5150 on it. And I said, he had these other three songs that were on there was and they it, weren't on the radio. Was it Van Halen or Van Hagar? It was Van Hagar at the time. <laughs> but um, the then it wasn't is, Van Halen, was it? I knew all those, al those album cuts. Yeah. And now, like, name me anyone that goes, okay, well, hey, I like that. You know, I like that, that, uh, I don't know, whoever they like, uh, I'm going to download their whole album. No, and you know what? That's what's missing about radio. Back in the day, you used to have DJs that would go on, even if it was late at night, they'd play the music that you didn't get to hear unless you owned the LP. Yeah. You know, you'd have that DJ that would say, listen, like, here's Pink Floyd's Wall. If you like this, try this, try that. Here's a track from the back of Led Zeppelin's new album. You don't hear that on the radio now. Yeah. You hear the one song that's on the album, and it plays over and over and over 30 times a day. 
for the next six weeks at the same time every day. One of the podcasts that you and I listen to, the guy will talk about songs that used to be on B-sides um, like B-sides, neglected yes. so- ne- neglected songs that actually made it to number one and were like epic songs. But not only that, he'll tell you, it's like, hey, you, you hear this a keyboard player in the background. That's actually the keyboard player from the old Abbey Road Studios who recorded with this person. It did the backtrack from that person. You get to know all that cool shit. Does anybody that like the Doobie now. Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm disappointed, by the way. And and to all of you that are Facebook friends of mine, and, and Gavin, I'm, I, I'm looking at you as one of them. I posted on my Facebook I feed know, and I didn't respond to it okay. because... That was based on the conversation we had here, right? Yeah. So. so basically, I posted, can I borrow a feeling? And I spelt it with an apostrophe. I should have put it in quotations, but I, I didn't. No, it's fine. And then the first three people that responded thought I was having suicidal tendencies, <laughs> right? It's like, no, yeah. this is a quote from The Simpsons. This is, uh, this is Kirk Van Houten's song, Can I Borrow a Feeling? Yes. And finally, Eric, uh, a friend of mine, posted up. Very quick. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And at that point, I thought the thing was going to end, but people, like, it continued, and most people didn't catch it. So I, I saw it, liked it, and then kept scrolling. Yeah. That's good. But in all fairness, I don't know about you guys. I saw that three days after you posted it. Yeah, Facebook's doing some weird it's, things. Yeah, some weird stuff going Their on. algorithms are all out of whack. Um, like I'm seeing stuff. It's like, oh, oh, this person did this again. I was like, oh, this is he weird. died again. Look. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Wolf posted another picture of a woman's backside. No, there's like, oh wait, that's four days late. But here's the thing. What do you think is going to be next? Do you think Facebook is going to continue to have success? Absolutely. Do you their, think their shares are up? Or, uh, their their revenues up? They're... The unfortunate thing about Facebook is it's a baby boomer. It's a older clientele. That's it's, true. It, you know the younger the younger people. The younger are generation not on it. is not on Facebook. No, my daughter was was video calling somebody who had an Android, and I said, "Oh, were you Facetime?" She goes, "No, I wasn't Facetime. I was video calling." I said, "Oh, what were you using?" She goes, "Instagram." But it's like even Instagram is becoming an old Which app. is owned by Facebook, though, yeah. right? So it's just like... But people were doing... Like, she's big into TikToks and yeah. um, uh, Snapchat sort of... One. Yeah, I think Snapchat's bigger than people say it is. I don't know why people use Twitter. I keep hearing about yeah, Twitter people would on be Twitter. Dead. Twitter would be so, dead if the United States president wasn't correct. using it. It would be I, I would. I would have 100%. Well, I mean, it, it's yeah. a great platform for engagement. But I think it's a dying medium. But you're right. I think it has to do with the popularity of the the leader of the free world, PB, um, and his rants that are people are people are interested. Yeah. In. PB yeah. Nation, which, which are by the way spectacular. Yeah. If you still, like yeah. or hate the guy, it doesn't matter. Should put him on Instagram. You read half I, his then tweets, I, and you're then like, I could look the at that. I could look at Dan Bilzeri, and then I could listen to his twi- tweets or tweets yeah. or whatever it is. So when you're on Instagram, are you like me, where I won't really scroll up and down? I'll look at people's stories. That's I my know. preference. I, uh, I, I avoid you don't stories. like looking no, stories? I avoid stories. Really? Me too. I, okay. don't, I, don't I, like I honestly, I only look at stories. I but but, but my I'm defense, for something I'm not uh, I'm not looking at your stories per se. I'm looking at there's probably ten or twenty people that I follow because I enjoy their stories. Like right. that's their effort. Um, so for me, I look forward to seeing those. I watched Dan Bilzerian stories because they re- remind me a lot of Pentos Forum when I was a student at a small Midwestern university. They remind me of my gonna, everyday I life. I thought you were going to say it reminded <laughs> you of college or something. But <laughs> Did you hear his, uh, anyway, if we could talk off here, but his heart attack story. He had like two heart attacks. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, yeah. you do that much human growth hormone, your heart's going to get a you little You do that much Viagra and not understanding the dosage and it drops <laughs> up. Yes. Yeah. No, you know what, what You know what saved his life, though? After the heart attack? CBD oil. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but what we learned last week is, what did I say? You lose 30 pounds, <laughs> gain an inch. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I re-listened to that last week and I thought, but it's true. I guess. It's true. I've never lost 30 <laughs> anything. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Well, should we end this nonsense? That's not true. You drank 30 IQ points of this stuff, thing. Correct. Yes. The yeah. the brain juice. Was it good? It was good. It was really yeah. tasty. Yeah. I, I do. I do. I did note the uh, the sour notes of it. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Was it, was it bad? Good. So Josh brought it. in a um, a jug growler. It's a growler. Oh, growler. I guess is what you call it. Um, I did notice that when you buy it from the brewery and drink it like within 24 hours, the taste is much. It's fresh. It's yeah, it's fresh. I don't know if it expires or whatnot because I, yes, I don't it think it's pasteurized, so I imagine it expires. But the first like forty-eight hours after they they brew it and bottle it, it's oh, all well. After flavor. a time, that's what made all those hillbillies go blind, right? That's right. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was watching that show where they the backwoods moonshine or whatever it is. Copperhead Rose. Got, yeah, that copper. <laughs> I forget what it is. It was an old show. On, Steve Earle uh, won that, by the way. Yeah. In his uh, old Dodge, wasn't it? Dodge 60. Uh, I'm sorry. I took you down this road. <laughs> <laughs> John Lee Pettimore. <laughs> like his daddy. And, and his, his daddy, daddy before. before yeah. Only six people will get that reference, but um, it's okay. There was a show that it followed these hillbillies that would brew shine in the backwoods. And then the, like the modern day version. And the one guy sat there, and he took this uh, canning lid. He flipped it upside down. He put a drop of the shine on it, and he lit it on fire. He goes, if it's green, don't drink it because it'll cause you to go blind. It might kill you. Jeez. So they, he would burn it and then go by the color. If it was blue or anything less, it'd be fine. But if it was That's green, a, he's like, you got to flush it down the river. It's wow. an exact science. <laughs> it sounded like it. It's like shooting bark <laughs> off a tree when you crony your gun, right? What if they're colorblind? So I don't know. Uh, whatever. I, I don't know if this shine. is I don't know. still the case. And if you guys are listening at home and you know, can you please set, send us a message? But when I was at Full to Gap last, and that was a long time, it was probably eight or nine years ago, uh, moonshine was almost like a commodity that was traded. So like I know a guy who was selling his gun for X amount of bottles or jars of moonshine, and it had like a, like a value to it. Um, now I know they talked about making moonshine legal in some states, maybe because uh, I see them at liquor stores, and maybe that's just a a marketing thing. But there are uh, some that are grandfathered in because the distillery is older than when uh, it became illegal to brew uh, your own shine okay. or okay. ferment or whatever. But I guess it. I want to know is is moonshine still traded as a commodity? I don't know. It will be when uh, poop hits the fan and we're off the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All I have When's to say is happening? the next two years is going to be uh, an interesting... Uh, well, our power's been flashing in and out for the last couple of days. I was yeah. wondering if it wasn't soon. Are you guys caring that the election's going to happen in two years? Do I care? Yeah. Have you been following any of it? No. no. It's going to be an interesting it uh, is next couple of years. It is by far the world's greatest soap opera. Uh, you were speaking of Donald Trump. He uh, when the uh, when no, the I'm talking about the uh, four thousand nine hundred and seventy-two people running for the Democratic ticket. Yeah, yes. There's like twenty of them. But did you see his tweet <laughs> while that was happening? He boring. Goes, boring in caps. 
I do you follow his Twitter? He's the president of the United States. I do not. His Twitter is fantastic because he puts up in the middle of the day like these things that you can only describe as inside jokes. Like it's like he'll leave a meeting and then he'll tweet like, "Yeah, and only people from Kentucky will get that right, right?" (laughs) And then you leave and you're like, "What the hell is this?" It's like you know, there's like two people in the entire world that probably got that inside joke or something. Yeah. Well, this is their president, it's unfortunately. Hot, it's hot garbage. Only, it's only hot just garbage. less than half of them chose them. So. And we have a big election coming up in October as well, so who knows yeah, who what knows direction they can go. Can Prime Minister Bofleck win again? Yes. Because we can have l- multiple terms, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. What do you think? Think you'll make it? No. I I think I, there's enough backlash that no, but who will take uh, the helm? I don't oh, know. Yeah. yeah. That's the good. That's the big question right now, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we end this now? We're uh, we're running late on time. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, and thank you for listening to our podcast. And hit that subscribe button wherever you're uh, you're listening to us on. And uh, any final thoughts, guys? No, I got nothing. No. I got nothing. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week, Monday night. Fireworks tomorrow. Fireworks yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, buddy. All right. See you guys next week.